0: Love Laid Bare. Sharing the highs and lows of stories that matter to you. One conversation at a time. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. Wherever you are in the world, you are through to another episode of Love Laid Bare. Now, today I am joined by two members, well, the only two members actually, <laughs> of the family podcast. So I'd like to introduce you to Sammy.
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> delineated.
0: This is why I don't give people alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> 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 and I'd like you to introduce you to Don.
2: Yo, yo, what's good?
0: Good evening, guys. How are Hello. you? Good, good. Yeah, They're feeling extra good. I gave them a couple of Coronas and now they don't even
2: know what to do. Before <laughs> they could handle their drink. Uh, speak for Yeah, I'm a titan in the drinking way. Titan, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. What can you do? I drink lots. What's lots? I don't know lots. But like, generally what happens is people always say to me, I can drink more than you. And that is the death of them.
0: Yeah, I reckon I could drink you under the
2: table. I've consumed large amounts of alcohol. So we're talking about like a bottle of Ray not in one go. but like I've been on that yeah. since yesterday, to be and fair. And then like a couple shots and then after that. And then like a couple drinks after that. A couple of drinks after that. And I, do you know what? Some people can drink me under the table, innit? But I'm still quite smart. But I can still consume a lot. And especially since I don't drink regularly. So I have very long periods. Well, of- you huh? we don't drink at all. Well,
0: you don't drink at all.
2: Yeah, where I don't drink at all, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so for example, like, maybe like three, four weeks, like a month, like, so where people have little bits of alcohol in between, Mm -hmm. I don't tend to have that, so technically you'd think that tolerance will go down, but for some reason, I'm okay.
0: So do you you just, like, go at large, like, every month? Yeah. Uh, Which is apparently bad for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. What are your drinking habits like, Sammy?
1: I'm very sensible. Oh, good. Yes, I'm very sensible, so... I don't usually drink unless there's a, an occasion, or um, there's an occasion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally. Okay, so yeah, literally. Okay. Like my wife doesn't drink, so.
0: Oh either. wow! Okay. So,
1: we're not. Yeah, we're not a big drinking couple.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, like, if we go on holiday, we kind of let loose. Drink
0: yeah, a little yeah, bit.
1: yeah. But aside from that, no, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm that's mostly teetotal.
0: That's, that's good.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you no, I accidentally coughed. I'm sure. At, at the same time.
1: God is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't carry
0: on. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I can compete with a bottle of Jack Daniels, but Jack Daniels is disgusting, though, to be fair. Yeah, it is. I yeah. prefer Hennessy. You get older Yeah, you get yeah, yeah, nicer,
1: yeah. tasteful stuff.
0: Your taste buds get a bit more yeah. mature and stuff. I'm,
1: I'm sure they do. <laughs> <coughs> I right. take
0: a drink. <laughs> okay <clears throat> so today guys um i wanted to talk to some men about um just a few things masculinity mm. you know how how men love in comparison to women mm. um i think you know that is something that even as you get older like i was just explain to these guys like i'm in my late 30s now I've got friends in their forties and their fifties and they still don't understand men. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so it's like mm. I think it's quite an interesting conversation to kinda of have. Um but I guess my first question to you guys would be like, How do you personally define masculinity? Well like what is it kind of what does it look like to you? What's what's a masculine guy? How how should a guy kind of be and carry himself
2: like? Wow. You go first. Okay, so um This is a hard one. Mm. So, I think about it the only way that I can think about it about the role, the people I see as role models in my life. Mm-hmm. So, I do think that the masculine aspect has to have some sort of power to it. You know, mm. um, so I believe that men should be able to lift. I should believe men should be able to hunt. And I know we don't have all these skills as we previously had because mm-hmm. you know times are changing. But there's something to if you need to go and get food, you figure out a way to go and get food. Yeah. You know? Whether that's hunting or whether that's you know accumulating the money to go, go shopping, to get it. Yeah, yeah. you have uh-huh. to go get it. Um, the second thing is, let's say that... Because I believe it in a way where if there's ever a deficit, you have to be able to feel it as a man. Mm. Um, and that's just the way that I've been taught and the way that I have to... I've been taught to grow up. So one of the things that I learned very early is that there's this culture where females will ask for things, you know. And especially when that becomes your wife, imagine you as the man, the head of the house, not being able to provide that. Hmm. Because usually when a female asks you, is because she doesn't have. Now, not that she's not able to get it, yeah. but at that time she doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have it and she doesn't have it, then I'm sorry, you failed your household. And that's just the way that I see it. It's the way that I've been brought up. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, there's something about power. I think there's something about filling the deficit. Um, I think there's something to being an upstanding citizen. Yeah. Um, my dad always used to say, you'll not ruin my name. Um, ah, and that's something mm-hmm, that, you know, mm-hmm. stayed with me. And it's not to say that you have to be law abiding or this or that, because I don't necessarily believe all of that. But I don't think anybody should be able to read you like a book. I've always had that as a as a thing for me. Okay. Um, and I think as a man, they people shouldn't be able to read you as a book. And the reason why I say that is, imagine you're disciplining your children. They're just looking at you like, yeah, yeah, right. You know? They're just like, oh, yeah, but dad's going to burst out laughing any second. Or, you know, Dad, dad's not serious about this. Mm-hmm. And you just can't ass- assert your authority. Yeah. You know? That's weird to me, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, there's... A number of things that are weird to me. So, for example, um, if I had earned the same amount of money as my dad, then I don't think I'd have the same respect for him. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Damn. (laughs) Because, um, and, you know, for some people, they, you know, people find that, you know, hard to believe. But I feel that if when you're in the presence of someone, because you have to remember that there's different, there's different, there's a different person in front of every person. Mm -hmm. So... The way that I'm explaining that is my work dad is not the same as my dad. dad. Right, okay, right, right, right. And so the way that I see him interact with people, he's going to be, people going to be like, like clowning with him, you know, like they've been working with him for years and years and Mm -hmm. years. And then you think that you can entertain that. Okay. That you're going to be clowning with your dad. Mm. No, 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 I'm your dad. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there's a certain level to certain things and it's not necessarily just the financial aspect. But for example, as I said, the man has to be able to cover the deficit. Now, if there was ever a deficit in the household and my dad couldn't cover it and my mum couldn't cover it and then I covered it, imagine how much of because really we um, were built on testosterone, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So then now imagine I am the leader of the house because how do we define people's power? We shouldn't, but we mm. design The first thing someone asks you is, what do you do? Because they're trying to figure out how much you earn.
0: Mm-hmm. When you
2: say oh, I'm a doctor, they say, oh, that's a good job you know yeah. what do you mean by that but this is just the way that society is created so now imagine you say oh what do you do and I say I'm a train driver and then they say what do you, your dad do and they say he's a train driver it's not that my dad has to earn more than me but he has to have a different job for me we can't work in exactly the why same not? field why not so this is exactly what I'm trying to explain we can't work in the same field and earn the same amount because for me personally if we're working in the same field and we're earning the same amount and we cross paths that's where the issue is Now, let's say that there's never a deficit. If me and my dad work in the same field and there's never a deficit, then Mm -hmm. that's fine. If my dad's able to establish his authority, so, for example, like, um, I work in one train station, he works in another train station, Mm -hmm. and everything's all kosher, then that's fine. But let's say that, for example, I end up, let's say I'm really hard working, I end up the manager of my dad. For me, that's a problem. Is it a
0: problem for you or is it a problem for your dad?
2: I don't know whether it's a problem for my dad, but I can tell you it's a problem for me.
0: But why would it be a problem for you? Because I'm managing
2: my dad. That means I'm telling my dad what to do and by the the contract that sits in front of me, I'm being given the authority. How can I go home and then respect my dad? I have to tell him what to do every single day.
0: But shouldn't you respect him regardless though?
2: That's hard for me to do. When, when I you have get
0: to- home? Because if, if, if you're going home to your dad, that means just still under his roof, right?
2: Of course, but imagine... Yeah, definitely. But imagine I had to discipline my dad at work. It's going to be very hard to do the two... Yeah, stages. that's a bit long still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is what I'm yeah. saying. So this is why, to avoid all that conflict, I just prefer not to work with my dad. And I think that the respect that I have for my dad, because it's not a... I have to make it clear, like, because I know it sounds like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do the same role as my dad and if I earn the same amount. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with the split between roles, you know? Mm. Um... I can have a better job than my dad, but my dad is still my dad when I come home. Yeah. And so it's not about the financial implication. It's about the construct of work. You know, there's certain elements of myself and work that when, let's say I did have a child and my child came into work, they would see me in work mode. There's no problem with that. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, okay, cool. Like this is dad in work mode whatever. But then when you have to work with your dad, And then you see, like, little things. So, for example, like, we all slip up, you know? There's all the things that we do. Like, imagine seeing your dad being shouted at by his manager. Like, who wants to see that? Let's say you're not the manager, but you see the manager. Your dad just get called... Like, that's your superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way that I kind of look at my dad to some degree. Because he taught me a lot of the things that I know today. And he shaped me as a human being because he was there. And so, I think, for me, to see stuff like that, to see my dad in work mode for one day, yeah, that's cool. To be working alongside my dad, yeah, in a position where he's not higher than me and we're exactly the same Mm -hmm. and me seeing, you know, all the flaws, you know, people telling him what to do and all the rest of it, that creates a bit of a problem for me. I find that a lot harder. Sammy. So.
0: What do so okay, so you two are brothers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Mine are a little different. So, when I look at, um, ideals of masculinity what i find is order is a mainstay of masculine energy especially when you look at all of the grand narratives right around um men and and the kind of stories of old so for example if you look at the lion king which is like an extremely old archetype Mm -hmm. but it, it, it tells the same story you have Mufasa, who's the wise king. Yeah. And he brings order to Pride Land. And he tries to instill what order is going to be in Simba.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When he's removed from the equation, Pride, Pride Rock descends into anarchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, part of the masculine order is... Mm. I'm sorry, part of a masculine trait is order. Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of see that in the story of Adam and Eve as well Adam, once he comes into the garden there is order right, once Eve comes in and but once Eve comes in I didn't say anything yeah, yeah, yeah Mm -hmm. when Eve comes in there's chaos and but there's a point to that okay, there's a point to that because I believe in yeah, to get to that point quickly (laughs) (laughs) no, but I mean what I say you know and so Mm -hmm.
0: I didn't say. I guys, I didn't say a word.
1: It's your was, face, your face betraying you. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: sitting here, for the macaroni.
1: So, um, but that's important, and I think look, even even if you look at it biologically, I was talking with Don on the way here. Mm. Um, you know, there's been extensive research that shows that men tend to fav- favor using the left side of their brain, right? This is task oriented right. and then women tend to use the right side of their brain. Did I say that right? Left and right, yeah? Left is men, right is women. And um, it's more to do with creativity. There's no, there's less order on that side of the brain, Mm. right? And so, what's important though is your brain Mm. needs to utilise both of those things. Yes. Do you understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And so Adam needs, because the story is really, um, going back to the story of Adam and Eve, it's a very childish interpretation that young men are given, right? Mm. Because what happens is, you see the story when you're young. Oh, Eve, Eve came into the garden. at my allowed to swear.
0: Of course. Okay,
1: so Eve comes into the garden. She fucks everything up. And then, <laughs> you know, everyone gets kicked out. Yeah. But what's important to remember is, Adam, in the story, yeah, mm. is... He is passive. He doesn't understand how to deal with evil. He doesn't understand anything to do with life, anything that makes him useful. Mm. He's dependent on the benevolent father, which is the archetype Mm. of God. And so he is completely, utterly useless. And the one, what happens when he gets kicked out of the garden is he learns to work and he learns to derive purpose, which is the second thing that I think makes a man. Because Mm -hmm. like what Don was talking about, um, you know, that, Wanting to work harder than your father and stuff like yeah. that. Um, that it's important that men have purpose. Women are attracted to men who have purpose. Yeah. When you see somebody and they smoke spliffs all the time, they don't go to work. It's not that that person's undesirable because they do all of those things, mm. right? It's it's unattractive because they don't have a purpose. purpose. Yeah, and, no, that's
0: a fair point. Yeah. yeah, and
1: so for me, two of the big things around masculinity are around purpose order and competency Um, because if you're an incompetent man you can't make good decisions and then you ruin the life of women that you come into contact with Mm -hmm. because you can't make good decisions for yourself Mm -hmm. and if you can't make good decisions for yourself there's no way you make good decisions for women because they think completely different to you Mm -hmm. so you have have (laughs) to have some semblance of um order and competency and purpose in order to be uh, fully aligned and to be able to deal with the difference of women and I think a lot of that has been taken up, uh, a lot of that has been lost in men over the years
0: no okay okay you've made you made you made some really interesting points okay so can I go back to you two being brothers so you mm. said that you really feel like if you out earned your dad, you could no longer respect him.
2: No, 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 no. no, no, no. We need to. I was just, that. I just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not as I said, it's not the out earning my dad uh-huh. because to me that's not because you can out earn somebody, but someone could be a better saver than you. So you yeah. can, and so there's lots of traits, there's lots of little things that may indicate. But I think for me personally, to work with my dad in the same job as my dad. And out-earn my dad. That's what the problem is.
0: But don't you think that, like, say, for example, I'm just going to make a wild assumption. Mm. Let's say your parents came here in the 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And, you know, for a lot of people, they did come to the UK very, maybe low-skilled or what have you. Mm. Now, for you two to end up in the same job, like, your dad's going to be a lot older than you so yeah. His earning capacity mm. is going to dwindle as he gets older, yeah, older. Of course. So, but obviously, you're a young buck, you've gone to, you know, fresh out of university. Mm. not fresh out of university. Yeah. I mean, decade. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so obviously your earning capacity, you know, in line with inflation, mm. probably would overtake your dad at some stage. But obviously, I, I know you've explained mm. that it isn't just about the money. Yeah. But, Shouldn't your dad still have the same level of respect, irrespective?
2: So the problem that I have is that in any job, as high as you go, unless you're just like a director or something, you're always going to have a manager. Mm. The problem becomes if I become my dad's manager or if my dad is being managed by someone and there's a level of incompetency, kind of like what you were saying. Mm. So... That's what the problem is. And I understand that there's a number of different management styles. You know, you get people who micromanage, you get some people who are free, Mm. you get people who are always being called in. And, you know, it comes back to that thing where, you know, my dad always established order within the house, as Sam was saying, Mm -hmm. you know, order is important. And it would just be very hard for him to exert that order because Mm. I've seen people diminish him.
0: Okay. No, and okay, so okay, that's yeah. the
2: part that I would really find difficult. And then if you're now adding financial gain on top of that, so let's say that I'm a manager, but I'm not in the manager of my dad, but someone else is the manager of my dad. And then now I'm earning more than him and I've seen people diminish him, then how can a man keep ordering the house? You've got a bit of a conflict.
0: So when so when you say mm-hmm. you would kind of lose a level of respect, mm. Are you going to demonstrate that? Or are you just going to, like, is that going to stay, like, in your chest? We need to tell your dad, take my plate off the table.
2: No, so this is the thing. I've never been disrespectful like that. But you got to remember that we are dominated by testosterone. when you push people to the limit, everything comes up. Mm. So what's going to happen is one day my dad's going to be like, OK, I want you to do this. Now, let's say that I don't want to do it. And I've got plans or something. I'm going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. And then he's going to be like, no, but i ask you to do it. I'm going to think about the time where someone diminished him in work and I'm think, <laughs> thinking to myself, wait a minute, sorry, what? He's going to be like, I'll ask you to do it. I'm going to be like, that's nice. I'm not doing it. And now we have a battle between egos.
0: Well, yeah, because uh, as your dad, I'm going to tell you, well, please come out of my house. But,
2: you know but now if I've got financial power, I'm going to say, see you later. yeah. don't yeah, yeah, call yeah. me for nothing because you're not my dad anymore do you see what i'm saying (gasps) and this is what i'm saying exactly but But this is what i'm I'm saying saying. so this is where you get into a debate because what happens is you diminish the order that sam was talking about Mm -hmm. and there's a very clear pecking order in animals in children in everything that we do and so for me if that order is not established because what happens is people challenge order and then Mm. they fall back into line now if you challenge order and the person falls out of order So you've seen your dad fall out of order in the work environment. Now he's challenging you in the hope what, you're going to sit back? Now this is a male versus male. Totally, so much testosterone, so much pride, everything. And remember that the same pride that your dad has had, he's probably raised you with.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're
2: you're a direct lineage of that person. So now you've got, uh, you're 100% going to battle. Yeah, but I, I tend to think that
1: as men get older, they should separate from their progeny. Mm.
0: Yes, um, I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. But
1: I, I also think that of, um, <coughs> separating from your mom as mm. well. Um, because it's hard to define who you are as a person. If you are always under the yoke of your parents and mm-hmm. in some ways you yeah. have to kind of kill the ideal of your dad in order to be the man that you're supposed to be. And, experience the full potential Mm -hmm. and you always see that like in some some guys whose fathers are really really great and they have a lot of status attached to their name Mm -hmm. that the son never manages to live up to that yes yeah yeah, yeah. because part of it is what happens is they attach you to the achievements of your father and so Mm -hmm. you're not your own person and remember i said part of being masculine is to have a purpose Mm -hmm. and if You don't have a purpose. Your purpose was your dad's purpose. Then Mm -hmm. it doesn't work, you know. But if you if you if your dad was like a, a well known investment banker, for example, Mm -hmm. and that was your purpose too. Of course, you would go on. You would do well, and Mm. so on and so forth. I don't necessarily think there's an issue with that. But what I do think there's an issue with is getting dragged along, you know. Mm -hmm. And your dad saying, "Well, I'm this massive investment banker. That's what you're gonna be." yeah yeah and you're you're kind of like okay Mm -hmm. you know because you're kind of like adam in the garden and you don't really know what's going Mm -hmm. on and you're dependent on the benevolent father and Mm -hmm. you don't really Mm -hmm. know the difference between benevolence and being tyrannical and so Mm. you end up lost you know and so i think it's very important for men to separate themselves Mm -hmm. from uh, their fathers and going back to the lion King because I, I love the story mm-hmm. Simba has to get lost he literally gets lost yes you know yeah to and find himself to again. find himself yeah. again and when he goes back what happens like his purpose is aligned and his mother calls him Mufasa. Mm. why because he's accepted his purpose and now has the ideals of the the wise king and so he resembles his father mm. in that mm-hmm. aspect so for me it's very important that Men separate from it, and obviously it's in the in the Bible as well mm. man should leave his mother and father mm. unite with his woman as one flesh mm. you know so that has metaphysical and you know meaning as well mm. so for me it's um it's incredibly important that men do that
0: so what happens to a man when his masculinity gets challenged so for so for an example so you know you gave the example of your dad you know he mm. was the provider he you know, set order within the household. Mm. So, when you're not able to do that, mm. what then happens to the male self-esteem when he's not able to actually exert yeah. his masculinity? And not even yeah. necessarily in just the household, but, you yeah. know, like amongst your peer group and stuff like that.
1: Mm. You're he, um He assumes the characteristics of his mother. And, wow, yeah. gosh, you
0: look you guys are harsh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Uh,
1: if Because... Children work <laughs> on imitation, mm. and if there's no if, if there's no order established by a masculine figure, then they revert to the next option, which is a mother, and which can be bad if the mother doesn't. I want to be very careful with my words here. Um, if the mother doesn't realize, she can become the all-consuming mother, and that's, yes. that's you know, and that's yeah. kind of like oh. Yes, he's 10, but he still sleeps in the same bed with me. And because I don't want him to get scared, and you know, I don't want him to have any fights. So, if I'm walking down the road and he's having a fight with a boy, I'm going to say, Hey, stop picking on us, which devalues him anyway in the sense of his peers. And so, you have to be very careful. Um, so I think by default, male children will then revert to the example of their mothers if their father is. One either being belittled mm-hmm. by their mother or or if their the the dad is extremely passive and doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't play any sort of position in, in the family. Mm-hmm. I that's my view. That's what I tend to believe. Love Yeah. Lady. Bear.
0: Bear. Right, so you ended on
1: Being careful of the all-consuming mother.
0: Right. I mean, that hurt my chest a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It did. It kind of hurt my chest a little bit. But I understand what you're saying, though. I I, I, I get it. Mm. I get it. But there's going to be a lot of people that might have a problem with what you said, though.
1: Mm. But that's why, in my opinion, you need both both members. Oh, hundred percent. This is why yeah. this is why I was saying the unite the uniting because people say, well, okay, like if women and men are so contemptuous against each other, what is the point of spending your life together? Right? Because it's so hard to figure out men, it's mm. so hard to figure out women. And the truth is because you make a proper being, you know? Yeah. Um and so because it's not that the care and the love and the attention of the mum is a terrible thing. Mm. But if you don't have a... If you don't have a dad who's willing to say, look, you need to spend time in your own wilderness Mm. to develop some sort of resiliency, you get men who are not fit for purpose. And then they go on and they destroy the lives of other women because they're not fit for purpose.
0: So, okay, so... Given that example, then. Mm. So when we so when we're talking about um, a woman who had who's a single parent then, mm. and the dad hasn't been around, mm. are you then insinuating perhaps that that can I no let me not put words into your mouth? Do you think mm. that that has anything to do with say, I guess the. Um, the problems that we're having with a lot of young men at the moment, do you think, Mm. do you think the lack of the masculine energy Mm. is contributing to the wildness that we've got on the streets at the moment, because there isn't a male figure in the home? Mm. Cause I, I remember, I think it was last year and what they were saying was, um, I don't know if it was Dr. Umar Johnson, but he was basically saying that um, the, the young black male is, has become quite feminized. Right. um i've heard this and 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 not and we're not we're not going to talk about it in the sense of um them being um like you know maybe having gay tendencies mm. but just in terms of being very 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 emotional mm-hmm. because there isn't a balance and because they because they don't have a male figure in their lives mm. um they react mm. a bit you know Emotionally, like, say, a woman would do. Right. Mm. Um, and because of that, and because they're not able to kind of regulate themselves, mm. this is a reason why we have this high-level of violence and stuff like that. Right, right. Do you, do you, do you, what, what's your op- opinion on that?
1: Okay, so this is actually interesting that you brought this up because um, I, was, I was doing some research, and what I found was that um, prepubescent boys are more emotional than prepubescent girls. They okay. tend to cling to their mothers more. They have a hard time with separation and they either manifest in two ways. They either um, have behavioural issues around violence mm. and, and being able to control their anger or they display um, behavioural patterns of cowardice. So those are kind of to the two spectrums of prepubescent boys. Mm-hmm. And... Usually what happens, it's very interesting what happens after that because if the boy has male counterparts, so it doesn't necessarily need to be a father, but it needs to be somebody who is generally older than them in some yeah. capacity. Uh-huh. Um, what happens is like a self-anesthetization of boy to man, mm-hmm. where boys kind of gear and haze emotion out. Mm -hmm. so by doing that they regulate the man right so because nobody wants to like if you're a group of boys nobody wants to have to spend additional energy comforting all the time or Mm -hmm. having you having to deal with all of your emotional problems and insecurities and so groups of boys tend to haze that out of each other Uh right and so when that happens, then you get a more balanced man.
0: Okay. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, do you think that and so, I'm sorry, I'm not And worried. so, if so, yes, I do think that male intervention is extremely important, um, just as female intervention
2: is. It's equally important. Exactly. Um, so do you know what's really interesting? Um, I was reading an article. Um, today actually that was talking about emotional intelligence Uh and it was basically saying in the article that most employers would take someone who has emotional intelligence over someone who has the academia Mm -hmm. um, and you know the qualifications for the role and the reason why um, especially in the field of work that I work in uh, which is social work Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, because they're more resilient yes um, they're able to take constructive criticism mm. and so these are the things that some of the things that I think that you refer to not you know um, not directly mm. but I think these are some of the things that you refer to when you're talking about the upbringing of a male now we know females are emotion like that's just a general trait and it's necessary for them to have their nurturing role mm. but
1: I also think that it's the manifestation of emotion because a lot of guys feel similar ways, but they just get on with it. Yeah, so so like like I said to you, like, if you're but, around...
0: But, but, people, to, but to their detriment though?
1: Yeah, so I, think, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because a lot of the time, the repression of emotion can lead to... Uh, mental health. Yeah, mental health issues. Uh, discord with your partner because yeah. your, your partner can't get to you. Yeah. You, know, uh, you treat your partner like one of them and them, you know, where it's like, why are you asking me this stuff? Because mm-hmm. my boys don't ask me this stuff. And remember that boys socialize with other pre-pubescent pre-pupresc- boys into puberty and after, mm. mostly before they start getting girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Right. So the interactions with other boys in a close knit Kind of way because boys intimate uh, relationships are quite intimate. You share stuff. Mm-hmm. You know you. Oh, I had sex with this person. That's actually deeply um, personal information. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, it's been given a status thing. But you do divulge some things. You yeah, have a yeah. relationship with your your guys. But then when you get into a rela- uh, intimate relationship with a woman, it's different because she wants you to expose things. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. That you wouldn't necessarily expose to your friends. Like if somebody phoned... Like if I had somebody who was always phoning me up. Like, you know, I I just feel so low. Why? Oh, I don't know. Oh, bro, come off the phone. Wow. Mm. Come off the phone. Really? Yeah. I mean, if it was incessant. But if somebody I knew was going through a really hard time. Mm. I'd make that space to talk to them. Okay. Right. But I, I generally have a hard time with people who... Enjoy playing the victim. Okay. I have a really hard time finding uh, time for them and and really caring about whether they resolve this problem because you know that six months down the line, there's going to be another issue Mm. that has sent them on an emotional haywire. And to be honest, life is difficult and hard enough Mm. for me to be doing that every six months.
2: So one of the interesting things that, um, I was reading like my daily devotion a long, a while ago, you know, mm. um, and it was talking about females and males. And the way that they explained it is, let's say you have a storage box. Yeah. Put all your stuff in your storage box, obviously. So they explained it like this. So males have pretty much one storage box. And then they have maybe another storage box. Mm -hmm. Those storage boxes are completely separate. So let's say I've got Mm -hmm. got a home life storage box. I've got a work storage box. I've had a massive argument with my wife. Go to work, put it to the back of my brain, do what I need to do. But female storage boxes are linked. So whatever overspills from one box, overspills into another box. And so, that's the way that I've generally Chaos. looked at females and males. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Sammy's getting daggers. Yeah, <laughs> <maybe, laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that's the way that I've generally looked at the interaction between males and females. Mm. And it's... I'm not saying that it's necessarily right, mm. but it's given me a certain understanding and an understanding, number one, of what I want in a female... Which is a bit of a trial in everything, as you do. Because, as you know, when you get into relationships, you compensate. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you're like, oh, no, this is fine. I can live with this. And yeah. tell the person annoys you and then you break up with them. And you're like, actually, wait a minute. Whatever I was doing there was toxic. How could I have done that for years and years yeah. to, you know, go on? Um, and so, yeah, I think that's generally my, my understanding. I don't know. I think there's because of the world that we live in, there's something more desirable about being able to separate it because as we said, emotional intelligence, you know, um, and then also order, people like order. So when there's chaos, it's harder to work with. Um, and so I, yeah. I like that you
1: started using the word chaos. I do. Yeah,
2: oh, and yeah, the thing
0: yeah. is, every time you do not use the word chaos, I'm like, oh
1: my! <laughs> but oh, I don't my. mean that, I don't mean that necessarily in a, in a bad way, in a negative way. What I mean is the opposite to order, right? See and now because order can be too rigid, and this is how. So, f- so from a historical perspective, right? Mm-hmm. China was ready to do was ready for the industrialized era mm-hmm. before Britain,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but they didn't do it because of tradition. They had various um, Chinese customs mm-hmm. that took them from being a, a massive empire to being not the massive empire, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, The British empire started building a lot, making a lot of stuff. They started making a lot of arms and stuff like that. And so they progressed and there's there's an issue with, because we kind of value order right now and men look at order and like, oh yeah, we really like order. But the problem with order is it stagnates. And -hmm. if there's no chaos, to put it another way, then the system decays and it dies. It's not good. You know, so you need order and you need you need both of them. In equal. You basically
0: need the balance. Exactly. And I think um, in the example you were given mm. about women placing things in, we have multiple boxes mm. and sometimes these things can kind of overspill. I think that perhaps men could learn something from the way women mm. process their emotions because, you know, if they did, would we be seeing, you know... And, you know, this podcast is primarily directed to black people, so I'm mm-hmm. going to say black men. But, you know, if 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 the order and everything w- w- was working as great as men thought it did, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't be seeing, you know, the levels of male suicide and mental health issues because mm-hmm. I feel like men historically, patriarchy, has actually conditioned men into not having these multiple boxes that mm. women kind of do. Do you know what I mean? Mm. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Oh, you want to... Uh, no, 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 no. All right, sorry. <laughs> um, So I think that definitely um, there's something to be learned from you know both sexes. I 100% believe that. Um, but I must say that we function very differently. And I don't know. It's... So you can have a computer, right? So I'm going to use the an analogy of a computer because mm. I like tech. So um, you can have a computer and the computer is designed to work in a certain way. You overload the memory on that computer over capacity, the computer is not going to work in the best function. Now that could be the greatest memory card that you have. could be the biggest capacity, but it just doesn't work with that computer. And I think similar for males and females. I think that there's something in the design of males that makes it very hard for us to act fully and functionally as a female acts. So we can learn things, but I think generally the practice of the way that it works, we may not, you know, we're very different. We may not, um, the execution of it may not be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And we may never be able to get that the way that the female executed it right. So, for example, you know, people always say, I am a male, you can't multitask. You know, that's a bit of a myth. But anyway, you know, people say things like that. Okay, maybe we do multitask, but we just multitask differently. Mm -hmm. Maybe the way that I multitask as a male Mm. is not the way that a female would multitask if I gave her exactly the same task. If you play video games, Mm. it's one of the highest... It's one of the
1: most complex forms of multitasking Mm. that there is. Because what's happening is you're looking at a screen, Mm. you're pressing buttons, but the buttons are actually a language because the buttons are not the same for each game. And Mm. so what you're doing is you're mapping a language across a system Mm. in order to get a desired result. Mm. And so men can multitask, but what they tend to multitask in Mm. is things like that, Mm. engineering, that type of Mm. issue. If you tell a man, oh, i don't know i don't know i don't really think i can find an example maybe that's mm. a bad you know mm. but yeah
0: mm.
1: you've been stopped in your tracks winter yeah no i mean i don't want to say things i don't want to continue along ideas that i haven't properly
2: thought, thought out about yeah. oh yeah no, yeah, so yeah. yeah i'll just leave. sounds very really like that i just talk I just, <laughs> and worry yeah. about it little. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah i mean i think Listen, I think that we both add to each other's lives. Oh, yeah. I don't think that mm-hmm. a male can be a female, which gets into a very rocky subject. Do you want to go there? <laughs> listen, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I'm, can go um, yeah, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm quite a, a straight up person. I mean, mm-hmm. part of it will be my values, you know, the way that I've been brought up. And I in no means am I saying that I'm right in any situation, but I'm just saying that I'm me and I'm kind of unapologetic about that for those for the people that know me. Um... And so, I just don't think a male can be a female. And I don't think a female can be a male. I think there's, you know, there's clear evidence to show that. For example, men have to take an intake of oestrogen, you know. Um, they have to take that in tablet form to be a female. Because their body doesn't produce it. But I just don't think... That like,
1: so, I think that there are, there are biological indicators. Mm-hmm. But like I said before, I feel like there are essences... Mm. Right, so mm. um, you may be able to change your outward appearance mm. to simulate the mm. idea that you physiologically look like mm. a woman, for mm. example, but I just don't think that you are... A, I don't think that makes you a woman. Like, you know...
0: Okay, so, well, okay, so say for... But say, so like, for the you have the example of people that might be be born with male genitalia but mm-hmm. they have a womb yeah so what do you do well,
1: but there's, then, a clear, there's a clear term for that that
2: you know but you and you don't look for that when you're looking for a man and you don't look like you don't look for that when you're looking for a female do you see what I i'm think, saying so I you know
1: like, I, I think it's how
0: no, because the, the reason why I give that example yeah. is because you said a man can't be a woman, a woman can't be a man. Yeah. But what if you are biologically both? Then, then what you're, happens?
2: Then you're, you're biological both, both, biologically yeah. both. But that doesn't make you a male and it doesn't make you a female. It makes you both. Yeah. So you're in a whole different category yeah. because okay. nobody buys a painted orange that looks like an apple because they wanted an apple. You buy an apple. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I'm very clear about.
1: And I think also, you, it's very interesting to me because... Um, you have men and com- who convert to women, and mm-hmm. women who convert to men, and even though they say that I I'm a woman, mm-hmm. they use the term trans, so they don't identify as a as a woman. Or they identify as a trans person. Trans person, person yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and that's very never... in- for me. That's very interesting right. because it it almost
2: <sighs> it changes you know yeah. the, the landscape it adds another category and I think for me personally the interesting thing and the more controversial thing is that that person is never really accepted by either person and as much as you have a cast of people who say oh yeah you know this person has a right to be whatever they want to be mm-hmm. which nobody, is true by the which way which is true yeah. nobody challenges that but then for example if you haven't had the full sex change and you go into a female toilet they're going to tell you something when you whip out your you know your male bits. And the same in the in a male if you you know, you need to squat to pee and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. People are gonna look at you weird because as we said, you're your own category. You've now like, you can't say that you're because And I think that's something that I feel quite passionate about. And maybe some people will say, you know, I'm wrong about, you know, the way that I feel. And it doesn't change the way that I interact with people. And I don't think it should. And uh it doesn't change, you know, the way that I feel about people because I don't think that it should. But I just think that you are your own person in your own right. And you've been put into a certain amount, you know. So transgender people identify with other transgender people. Why? Because they understand the process. They understand, you know... That some people have been outcasted, that they, you know, they've gone through a similar journey. Now for them to, you saw how, for example, um, Caitlyn Jenner Mm. was outcasted by the female community, Mm. you know, when um, they basically, when she said that um, she was the, what did she say? She got an award. Do you remember she got no. a woman of the year? gear? Yeah. Yeah. And all the women were horrified. Yeah. But if you accepted her as a woman and she's claiming to be a woman, right? If you accepted her in that mm. cast, why were you why were you dismayed? Why did you feel some you felt some way because you're not? You yeah. know, let's yeah. let's face it. And so I understand yes people should be accepted, yes people mm. should be encouraged to be what they want to be. Yes we should respect everyone equally, mm. but it doesn't change the fact that you're not what you're claiming to be. And in fact, what you say you are, you don't even believe that you are. Because the women, who are actually women, don't identify with you. And the males don't identify with you. So what you are, you're a transgender person. And other transgender people identify with you. And it makes sense. Mm. Yeah, man.
0: Can I just throw a random
2: question out there? You can. Would
0: you be offended if a trans woman... Mm approached you
1: no well I used to work in a sexual health clinic okay and I've been propositioned by men I've been propositioned by trans women as well been propositioned by women and you know you the, the thing is <laughs> shoot your shot man you know mm. but what I don't want is for people to say he rejected me so he's transphobic phobic yeah uh huh I don't have any desire to sleep with somebody with a dick. That's just my preference. You
0: understand what I'm saying? So so if... if, Say if you'd met someone and they didn't declare that they were trans. Mm.
2: yeah, That's what I have a problem with. I have a huge problem with. Do
0: you think they should declare from the gate Mm -hmm. what they are? Or is it fair to wait until you're surprised in the bedroom, for example? (laughs)
1: Um, I think... It's common courtesy to have full disclosure. Um, but
0: but when you but okay, I know that you're married. But mm-hmm. you know when you go out, would you disclose that you're a man? Yes. So you say hi. My name is Sammy and I'm a man, a full blown man. Always well, no. been a man, a <laughs> man. Yeah.
1: Not really. I wouldn't do
2: that. I was about to say it will come a bit but, tricky. No, no, because- no. It's not tricky. It's not, <laughs> tricky. it's not tricky, and this is the reason why
1: it's not tricky. Yeah is because you know that the declaration of what you need to say can upset the relationship. And because you either wanna further your relationship or have some kind of sexual, um, what's the word? Intimacy. Yeah, Yeah, intimacy with somebody. You are failing to declare. You're failing to declare that. That's um, that's deceitful. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that if you're trying to enter into a relationship with somebody, you should be deceitful. And that goes for men who say they're Nigerian princes. That goes for men who say, "Oh, yeah." I'm not I'm des- married. Yeah, exactly. I'm not married. I don't have I'm any kids. C- I don't have yeah. a girlfriend. Exactly. All of those stuff. Mm-hmm. It goes for the same thing. Do not start your interactions with deceit. Especially if you're trying to um, cultivate a relationship with that person. So for me, if that's something, you have to declare it, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Dom, how do you feel?
1: No, that's
2: mad disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say it straight out. That's so disrespectful. I, and I think because you know Like, you know that this is, like, kind of what Sammy is saying, like, you know this is going to upset the relationship. Mm. And the thing is, yeah.
1: It might not, but. Mm.
2: Yeah. More like, it's better if you say it, yeah. And I think part of the problem for me, yeah, and I think I do rank these things, is it? Mm. I can't lie. Because (laughs) if a guy lied about having a child, yeah, Mm. and this is where we're about to get controversial, but I'm going to put it in this place. (laughs) So, you know, if a man lies about having a child, yeah, the child doesn't just end up in your room. Inside of you. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The child is external <laughs> yeah. from the situation.
0: Right.
2: Now, let's say that I don't know. Mm. And then you're just going to enter inside me how? Yeah, but... But isn't it. That's a lot of stress. They just they, whip it out. That, just, just touch it. No. No, no, no. Pause. See, no, wait, 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 wait. So now, yeah. it's <laughs> so in that situation, yeah. That is even that situation yeah mm-hmm. at least they disclose at the end and you have the option to say no remember that some people are heavily intoxicated and you force yourself on me now i don't even know what what's even happening now i've never been in that situation let me clarify because <laughs> i ain't got no murder charges <laughs> so that's how we know we clean i get <coughs> bbs checks. can i just
0: um interject there actually across the road mm-hmm. i think about 10 15 years ago a trans woman was murdered is I that's met where a guy in a club in Brixton, took him home and mm. then he found out and he killed him. And this and is what I'm saying, yeah. you know,
2: like this is, you know, we say it lightheartedly and we say yeah. it as a joke. And, but this is a real situation because mm. the person feels violated. You yeah. know, when you can feel upset that someone has a child, mm. but you may not have had any interaction with the actual child. And when you look at the what's happened it's nine times out of ten the fact that the person slept with someone else and either has just got a child or that the person was deceitful. Mm. But when we're talking about what we're talking about, there's a direct impact on you, which can have psychological effects.
0: But is it not just your ego? Because, like, Mm. say, for example, the man, well, Mm. the trans lady who used to live across the road, Mm. you know, he the the man that she took home mm. was so infuriated mm. that he murdered her mm. is it ever that deep
1: no it's not I, I think that um you can be upset rightfully upset but i think when it goes to like the extermination of a person's life i i just think it's un uncalled for and obviously it's it's lots to do with um ideologies of um homophobia
2: and um
1: t- just being the the uh,
2: this is where we're about to disagree and we like we got the, the, the same being, blood yeah like yeah, we're about know, to disagree
1: i just but i just think that um it's an egotistical response mm. like it's and in that in that moment it's more about you than the the actual dis to see yeah. the other person, mm-hmm. and so I think you've you've reacted in a way that I mean I'm a I'm a calm headed guy, so this is just my response. Yeah. See, I think very...
2: this is a, so I think that listen, I would never condone the murder of another person. Mm. However, however, in this, yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. you knew However, in this situation, just as has been said, <laughs> you have to think that's borderline rape because what you consented to you didn't consent to now would you kill a person for rape and some people have and seen it as justified
0: but then a lot of people have you
2: know... and so this is and so this is what i'm saying like in that situation there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to say to say it's just someone's ego like i totally disagree with that but but i think... because there's psychological effects to it as well yeah, but i people.
0: think i agree with sammy though because the thing is okay unless this person has held you down and raped you, yeah. Mm. But chances are that hasn't happened.
2: But the definition of rape is penetration.
0: All right, but what I'm saying, okay, but for you to be penetrated,
2: you, you know. you're gonna know about it. Yeah, you. It. Know, no, 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 no. So I don't agree because what you're doing is like in a situation. Yeah. So let's let's think about it. How much of the UK yeah get highly intoxicated and have sex? We yeah, are, but you know what we
0: are—we are a law abiding society with morals, not very much. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah. you
1: know what? You know what? The thing is, you're conflating two issues because you're you're assuming that most of the interaction. So first of all, you're kind of insinuating that the way that trans women mm. get into bed with men mm. is via intoxication, which isn't.
2: True. True, yeah. Oh, and I know, I see now I didn't specifically say trans people. I said we as a people when we sound yeah, like drink. But no, if okay. you
1: but you when if I get that, but if you've superimposed that point
2: mm-hmm.
1: on a discussion about trans people mm-hmm. is and, and the example is about disclosure and trans people, it's mm-hmm. easy to see why we take that viewpoint that you've made. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So for me, like I Like I say, I, I agree with Dion because it's it's like most of the time it's, it's kissing, you may have received a blowjob, those type of mm. things, you know, where mm. the the trans person hasn't fully disclosed to you that they're, they used to be a man, mm. you know, or that they're trans. Let's just put it that of way. Is, is,
0: is oral sex, could that be classed as a form of rape though, if you...
2: I don't know, you're not.
0: Because, okay, because so, like, you see in that example, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that murder is yeah. okay, but say for example, yeah, you were there minding your business and whatever, mm. like, someone came home, whatever, and they gave you oral, mm. and then you found out they were a man afterwards.
2: Mm. See, do you know what? This is so weird, Yeah, but I think that lessens it. Of course you do, because you know why, yeah? Men,
1: especially heterosexual men, have a massive issue with penetration. Mm,
2: massive. Uh, for, oh for wait, a wait, wait,
0: wait! So it would be okay If they gave you oral.
2: I'm not saying that, but I said it would be lesser. Right, so if well, someone, is, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Well, it's weird. not weird. It's so, not weird to me because so you know because if someone gave you oral and then you killed them, I'd be like, bro, like that's a bit much. That's a yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's so, so because I've,
1: I've I've talked to men about this, mm. right? Wait, because, can I just ask you? Do you feel the same way? Would yes. you
0: would you be less angry?
1: Yes, but. The thing is, like, is so I, am, I am a 14-stone brother, mm. yeah? For somebody to put their dick there, mm. you have to be stronger than me, and I'm not just going to be like, oh, oh, no. Like, yeah, but why what you, a surprise. Yeah,
0: but why would you it rape? Like?
1: Like, because I wouldn't consent to it. So if, if there's any aspect where there's penetration, right, you as a man... You've got literally two seconds. You know when the little tip hits the... you got two seconds to be like, no! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or else, what you're doing is you're entertaining it. Like, you know what's going on. But do, you know, know what? Listen,
2: listen. You, but you've got some freaky young ads kind of brothers who, you know, like... I'm not saying that he does because I don't know him I mean like that. But, you know, you've got some people who enjoy being played with a toy, for example. That is so true. Exactly. Too. And so, for example, the male may be playing with the toy, mm. he's all feeling it, he's mm. ready to go, yeah. he thinks the toy is going to get inserted, something else gets inserted. Mm. He's going to feel violated. So this is why I'm yeah. saying that, like, we're having this discussion and we're talking about these things. But for me, yeah, when you're talking about like, for example, when you were saying before that you would know, actually, that's not true. You know, that's It not... depends on your type of set. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And so you made a huge assumption. And I'm saying that I would be vexed and that would be traumatic. Mm. That would be, so let me I would just do, I would feel violated. So let me
1: just come back to the point that I was trying to make because mm. maybe that would we'll clarify. Yeah, that would clarify. So from what I understand, mm. there's a lot of heterosexual men, right, who, have a, who don't have a problem with homosexuality. And mm. the reason why I say they don't have a problem with homosexuality <laughs> is because they covet lesbians. Yes, right? yes,
0: that, Yes, yes. And yes, so yes. but
1: when it comes to men on men there's something that a lot of heterosexual men find particularly um repugnant about it yes. and it's and not and it's not to do with the two men it's to do with the possibility of penetration
0: But why
1: because it is so much of a violation it is a violation you, you know why you know <laughs> you know why it is because that is the ultimate form of submission for a man.
0: Uh-huh. Do you understand what I'm okay. saying? Okay. No, yeah. no man wants to
1: submit to another man. Right. It's so especially when we're talking about loads of lots like loads of things like we were talking about. Order, that is the most extreme form of chaos you're ever gonna see a heterosexual mm. man participate in if you're gonna participate in it. Huh. Right? It's the suspension of everything like that makes up masculine energy to submit to another man. You got to remember like men jockey for social position
2: every single day. And now can you see why I said that I would have an issue with, for example, my father? No, because he's not bumming you in the ass. No, No, but what I'm saying to you, so you're talking about order, you're talking about submission. Mm -hmm. So if you've seen a male figure submit, Yeah, on a blanket level, yeah, mm. to another male, because mm. that's what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going into the home, and you're asking me to submit to the male that I just saw submit to another male. Mm. Can you see why I'd have a problem? Love, Love. laid, bare.
0: Because
2: logically, we're talking about exactly you the know same what? thing. Like in in um
1: in in concept wise. Mm-hmm. I can see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, like I'm a logical it, guy. It, it makes That's sense. I, it makes sense. Yeah, but because
2: male submit into males is the mm. biggest problem that you have, mm. and it's the problem that we have in the streets with black males. It's the problem that we have with transgender. It's the problem that we have with um, gay relationships. It's the male submitting into males is the hardest concept for a male to understand.
0: Well, Elton John is living his life. Mm. I mean. You
2: know, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, no, but, I, but I think it's, it's yeah, obvious,
1: it's obviously different for gay men. Yeah, because and I think, it. but you know, a part of me thinks that um, for gay men, a lot of it is the uh, tr- see because I think that attraction wipes out. Uh, uh, yeah, so I think that heterosexual men mm-hmm. and people outside um, male homosexual relationships focus in almost entirely on the. Aspect that they have anal sex, mm-hmm. right? But for gay men, I don't think that is it. I think oh, no, they yeah, are attracted yeah. mm-hmm. to uh, other so, men. Yeah, they, they have, have their emotion, right? They have, the, and like, then and then part of their relationship is sex, which is normal. Which is a which is anal, which is what well, they have you know, to work and amongst with. other things. Yeah, yeah, so like you have things like docking and those type of things. So, I I think that the 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 viewpoint of the two is completely different. Mm. But for heterosexual men, definitely I know that that the submission thing is a, is a massive thing.
0: But then, like, I, I still don't get why, obviously I'm not saying you guys, but I still don't get why a lot of men are so kind of like, oh no, like, it, It's got nothing to do with you. They're doing what they're doing over there. Like, why do you feel so (laughs) enraged and so passionate about it? See,
2: I've never understood that as well. It's hard for me to... But then saying that, me and and Sammy, I think I can say that we're a different breed of men. There's certain things that we value that, you know, there will be other men like us, Mm -hmm. but other people just wouldn't get. So... You know, I don't know about you, mm. but, well, I do know about you, brother, <laughs> but I've never been a cheater, you know, okay. that's just something that's not normal to me. Now, we may have blurred lines. That's very different, you know, mm. where someone thinks, oh, yeah, we're going and progressing and I'm telling you, nah actually, this is a situation. And I was very clear, mm-hmm. you know, I've said to some females, you know, that I'm not ready for a relationship. We're just sleeping together. And I'll tell you straight... And I'm like, you know, because there's people that want to be like that. Why yeah, do you yeah. think we have Tinder? People just want to sleep together. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, people will value much more and you will get the clientele <laughs> that you yeah. so desire. <laughs> if you just <laughs> tell people what you're on. You yeah. Know what yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's, I'm a firm believer in that. And I'm assuming, Sam, I'm assuming same that same. he's exactly the same. And I know he's the same because he's my brother. And, you know, I've had friends... I remember when I was going to uni and um, I got asked... Well, alright. there's a debate. The girl don't think she asked me out. And I'm like, I definitely didn't ask you out. Because I had to ring my brother and ask him. And he can tell you. We can verify this right now. And I was like, bro, I don't know what to do. This girl just asked me out. So, mm-hmm. why would I do that if I asked you out? That's dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, in any case, you know... I can't remember the point I was going to make. yeah. We're just <laughs> so, yeah, basically... <laughs> Um, I don't know I just think We're just We're just so different You know um, Oh yeah This is what I was talking about I was talking about uni innit? Mm-hmm. And yeah One of my friends was like Bro So you know You can have this Thing at uni You can have your Thing on ends You're just Pattern I was like bro We ain't having no Thing at uni mm-hmm. He's like Bro but this is uni bro You only get uni What bro We're talking about uni mm-hmm. And I'm like I hate what you're saying But Unfortunately Or fortunately However you look at it I've ended up becoming committed before I'm going to university. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: And do you understand commitment, my friend? Yeah. Because I do. You know. That's
0: interesting that you were kind of that way at such a young age. Where Where do you think that kind of came from?
2: Um. So I think. Me. You. Why the man yeah. wet? But I've never seen. No. Yeah. He.
1: Is, I've never ever been a cheat. That's uh-huh. very um, true. Part of the reason is because. I'm lazy, okay. and I just can't be asked to to hide stuff, and then you got to remember your lies, and and I and I and I put a whole load of weight on being truthful mm. and, and speaking your truth, and yeah, whoever that finds is who that finds. I've never it. seen also, it get anywhere. Yeah, and and also that's true too. Um, mm. So I'll take my relationship with my wife. Very early on, I was like, well, it's not just her. You know, her mum and her, her dad have invited me into their house. Oh, yes, They've mm-hmm. cooked for me. Mm-hmm. I've eaten their food, shared their space. It is impossible to do that because not only does it violate her, it violates them as well and the trust that they put in me. So it's very difficult to reconcile that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and so for me, part of it is like I don't drink very much because there are... Very, there are lots of cautionary tales mm. where you wake up, you realise what you've done and you've done it, mm. you know? And then you have to try and explain either you're a liar and a coward because if you don't tell your partner, it's because you're scared of what's going to happen to the mm. relationship, this mm. disclosure thing again, which makes you a coward. Or you tell them and you have to try and explain to them why you have violated your agreement with them mm-hmm. or your, your relationship with them because you were drinking mm. um and so i don't so I, I don't drink very much and i'm very careful with the women that i bring into my life mm-hmm. um because they may, you know there's if there's potential for anything. Situation. Yeah, that's right, you know. So right. you, yeah, so you gotta make sure they don't arise. Yes, yes. Thank you, please. <laughs> yes. yes,
2: I got good I got good peoples in my life because I went through the whole of uni and my housemates used to like they used to see girls creeping like way before I didn't they just form a circle around me. It was beautiful. But um <laughs> you know, I drink, mm. you know, um but I just think that you have to be logical sometimes you know you have to think about i'm like well what is beauty you know for mm. me i have a real issue with this because there's millions of beautiful girls yeah mm. you're gonna run through all of them mm. bro you're, you're never gonna do that mm. like, what are you trying to accomplish here what mm. you know and with I don't know. There's this kind of like belief, like because we're attracted to people, like we come up with all these random things. Like you see it, like people say love is blank, you know, and you, but not saying that you love that person. You maybe you're just attracted to them, and so now you think, you know, oh yeah, I want to have sex with this girl. She's so attractive. You know what I'm saying? And then you fool yourself into thinking that she's going to be good at sex because she's attractive. Bro, Mm -hmm. like, you're going to learn very quickly that attractiveness don't mean that you're good at sex. You know? And it also doesn't mean that you're a nice person. It doesn't actually mean anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think
1: there's a... there's, You know, like, how if you drink a lot, Mm. you develop a tolerance to it. Mm. And then it's not the same. Yeah. Mm. I feel that way with sex as well. Mm. I Mm. think that once you run through a lot of women... It's not the, the same. The experience is not the same. It's, yeah, just yeah. So, it's just like ticking boxes.
2: It's like, oh, dopamine hit. Oh, fantastic. Next one, dopamine hit. Imagine bungee oh. jumping every single day. You think you're going to feel the same thrill that you felt the first time you jumped? And, yeah.
0: and also as well, I kind of feel like, you know, like, I don't want to bring R. Kelly into this, yeah? Mm.
1: Oh
2: am mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but let's go.
0: But you know, like, someone like R. Kelly, for example, mm. he has run through mm. his fair share mm. of women, probably mm. in their hundreds, if mm. not mm. more. And <clears throat> don't you think that once you've got to that point, it's like, okay, well, what's the next thing I can do? Because mm. I've been doing this, and mm. like you said, it's a tick mm. box exercise, so I need the next high. Yeah. So let me try something that's a little bit taboo.
1: Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, I you can... Um, I was reading some article and I can't really remember how long ago it was, but it was very interesting. It was it was saying that people who have, who spend um, a lot of time watching porn mm. generally go up a scale in terms of taboo. Ah, uh, so yes, yeah. So for th- the longer you decide to watch porn or the most more, the proclivity you have for watching porn, mm. right, has a direct correlation to the more extreme forms of porn
2: no way yeah
1: so that's if crazy. you spend a lot of time watching porn it's like okay well yeah alright I've seen this oh, I've seen that okay girl with a big bum okay cool cool girl big tits cool 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 oh two girls okay three girls okay cool hmm what about amputee porn you know and you just that's so weird and the yeah, thing yeah, is you're weird. not, you're not do, you, the article was saying you're not doing it because um, you have a an arousal Mm. Right. For amputee porn yeah not necessarily but what's happened is you've maxed out mm. your uh, your bandwidth kind of thing yeah. Um, yeah when it comes to regular porn mm. so it doesn't excite you anymore and this can translate to like poor sexual performance as well yes it does you know? absolutely yeah so it's um uh, I think the same thing is true with like having sex with loads and loads of people it's just not the same. And I think you can ask any porn star, like, it's not the same. So like, and I may be wrong, because obviously I'm not in that industry, yeah. but I would assume that it's your, like, they would go to work and say, it's their job. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, and then eventually, sometimes they find somebody who's, they're actually attracted to, mm. and then there's something there. Yeah. But most of the time, it's like, I'm working. You understand mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. it's different. And so for for guys, it's very interesting that we have this, um, uh, this want to have a lot of partners or like your manhood is elevated if you have a lot of partners. It's a man And and it's part to, it's partly to do with the domination thing again because Mm. like penetration is the ultimate form of domination, Mm. right? You're naked, you're vulnerable, right? And then you allow, you consent Mm. to somebody making you submissive, Mm. right? So, um, that's why I think, and people, I don't feel like men actually know this. No, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. But it's just like in their brain and yeah. it's it's reinforced by other males and they don't realise that it's a quest to be dominant. Mm. They just think, I'm running through girls.
2: I was about you know? to say, well, you know, men are unaware of, a great deal, yeah. A great deal of <laughs> things, yeah. Um, and, and that's that, why it
1: says that's why they say to Adam, <coughs> Adam the scale fell from his eyes, yeah. And what's interesting about the Adam and Eve story is because Ad, um, Eve mm. ate the apple first, she was the first one to gain consciousness. No one ever talks about that, mm. right? And it's mm, yeah. it's it's easily mapped across because women enter puberty earlier than men, so mm-hmm. I think that women have a a great awareness of things that men don't... Don't Like, so, like, I can see it with my my wife and my daughter, right? Mm. So sometimes, like, she... Like, I'll take her from the high chair, Mm. throw her up in the air, and my wife is like, she's just eaten. Did that even occur to me? I watched her eat. Oh, my God. Yes. You know? I watched her (laughs) eat, and then she's like, she's going to throw up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you don't even have that awareness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think that's
0: but but I feel like but that awareness can come in time though mm. and probably the difference is, is that your wife has probably been the one mm. that has been mm. with her the majority of the time over mm. you do, do, uh, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong I do feel like women do have probably a more um we have we have we have this thing mm. where we just do kind of know because we're biologically wired yeah to do certain things. But yeah. I love that example because I yeah. Yeah, And that's why
1: I think it's so important that men and women they have healthy relationships because um they do expose, check us, man. I'm think... exposed, yeah. You 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 elevate men to a high level. That's what I truly think. Mm. I think somebody asked me, so about two days after I was married, mm. somebody said, How do you feel? I said, I feel the same, right? Because I had a time to think about it. You know, getting ready for my honeymoon. I was getting ready to enjoy myself. You know, and and then we was on honeymoon. You have time to think a little bit, and then I got back, and so I was like, "So, how's it free?" And you know, I said, "I feel free. Mm. The search for the one is over. Mm. You know, and so now everything else comes to light. Mm.
0: That is beautiful.
1: Yeah, thank you. That's so beautiful. You know, and so." That's how I so feel That like,
2: This is why he's still getting a proposition. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Spend on candy bars.
1: <laughs> i joking. And so, um, I think that that does happen. When, but you, you need to find the, the right person. I think sometimes you, like we, we were together for a long time. Okay. So, um, it was about seven years into our relationship when I proposed to her. Right. So it didn't happen very quickly and I'm very thankful for that because she got to know me. We moved out of our parents' house together. Um,
2: Yeah, let me be straight out. Some of you women got to wait. You got (laughs) to wait.
1: You got to wait for the process to play out. Some people... But you you need... um, You know, like, if you're... It takes longer to climb a mountain than it does to a hill. But the view at the top of the mountain Mm, is better. better. And so you want to have a better view of your partner. So but I I always would recommend spending a little time with them. Really chance beforehand. To, yeah. Did you
0: like get married t- in your twenties or your thirties?
1: Uh, my twenties. 20s. Twenties. 20s. Late twenties, yeah.
0: See I have a thing, like, I feel like you know, just in for me in hindsight mm. and just looking at a lot of people that I still get married in their twenties, like myself. I think that your twenties is a very um crucial part of mm. your of your learning, exploring, experience, just mm, with life generally. And I think if anyone was to ask me, I would recommend that, not necessarily that you spend your 20s being single, mm. but save marriage for your 30s. Mm-hmm. And I think particularly for men as well. I mean, don't get me wrong, all men are different, but I do feel like a lot of men do kind of spend their, you know, their teens into their 20s Running through as much mm. women as they can, Mm-mm. whether they're married or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And I just think also as well like you, you. I don't know. Well, for me anyway. I mean, when I hit thirty, I couldn't wait to hit thirty. I was like, Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> and then when I and then when I hit thirty, I was like, Wow, okay, so. Not that I'm ready for life now, mm. but it, I, don't, I don't know that that, that transition. Of the of the two different decades yeah. was, was crazy. Yeah. But for me personally I just feel like if I could go back I would wait until my
1: thirties now. Mm. Yeah, I, I can see where that comes from. And I remember I told this um I was working and then it was news that I was I got engaged and stuff like that and she went, Yeah, you should wait till you're thirty five. Thirty five? Yeah.
0: Interesting. You know,
1: she's like, I don't think any man should get married before 35 and i said to her i said to her that's you know obviously your opinion uh, and stuff.
2: but for me you should have the, you should have showed her the wakanda silence <laughs> we different, we yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah but for me i just think the type of person i like, am very like don i'm very family orientated mm. and i always knew that that's what i wanted in fact i wanted kids at the age of 25 Okay, but yeah, he's a just, weird one, but just because well, I had this fear about getting older, you know what? Um, I used to have this um, recurring dream that I was gonna die at 30. Oh, yeah, and it played most of my early teenage years and a little bit of my um 20s, like 22, 23, and it was like a really uh lucid dream, like about dying yeah. at that age. And um,
0: that really, what that dream meant was that life begins.
1: And that so yeah, that's basically what I found. Like my, yeah. even like things like my political affiliations, how I think about life, have been irrevocably changed in the last year, year mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. um, since I hit thirty. And it's kind of been a death of the old self, and and kind of like the the revelation of what is new. Like yeah. I, I don't think it's any coincidence that i decided to you know try a podcast venture and i feel like i have an an affinity with it now you know um, it's it's a it's a form of catharsis for me and like i'm able to talk through a lot of my views on on the world and and also try and put together in a sensible way what i think the world is like and what could possibly be better about it Mm -hmm. and so especially for young men, I feel like they have been thrown by the wayside. Like, and and nobody wants to talk about, like, uh, you know, the fact that violence is uh, relatively celebrated amongst men. Yes. And and it's it's very interesting to me because one thing that I absolutely 100% um, believe is Mm. that men should always have the potential for violence that is the first thing um mm-hmm. because a harmless man is a useless man mm. and but the way in which especially young black men have been taught they exercise this is extreme levels of violence against people who look like them, them yes um, mm. and 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 it's and it's seen as something that to be coveted and i think that's very dangerous i think that's
2: dangerous you know um So, I think that both male and females are a massive form of contradiction throughout their lives and I think you need each other to get that balance right. And I'll give you an example. Men feel that they can run through, well, a number of men because it's not all men, but feel that they can run through females (coughs) and then you say, what do you want? I want a virgin that's untouched. Well, you're an idiot. How many girls are you gonna run through, and then which one? I oh, think, I think young boys.
1: Like I think if you're over thirty, mm, and, and you get to terms and with you the want, and you want a virgin, mm. you're a virgin. Yeah. yeah. Because nobody who's had sex, mm. yeah, wants a virgin.
2: Yeah, that's Very true. true. Yeah. <laughs> but then you also have the conflicting standard of people who want their child who's also like, for example, people who have a little girl, mm-hmm. who want their daughter to be chastised mm-hmm. throughout their whole the life. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly, by the time they hit 30, they want them to be married with a, a child. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, how do you think this works? Yeah. You know? um, and so, and you know, similarly for you know, females, there's a lot of talk about things like the gender pay gap. Oh. There's lots of talk about, oh, but um, I want equality. And then it's like, okay, well, you're going to have to slide under that car and get a wrench and figure out what's wrong with your car. Oh, no, I know you couldn't possibly do that. Um, But I thought you wanted to be equal. I
0: have, you know, there are lots of female mechanics. And there are
2: lots of female mechanics. And this is what I'm saying. But what my understanding is, is that there's... Just some roles that males perform that females wouldn't be willing to perform. And similarly, some... I disagree.
0: You disagree? Yeah. Okay, what roles are there that men do that women do not
2: do? It's not a role that women do not do. It's roles that women would prefer not to do. So, for example, many women work, yeah? Mm. And a lot of women... Well, not a lot of women, but some women work to feed the household just like men work Mm -hmm. to feed the household. But if you had a conversation with them... And you ask them if their male was earning a significant amount of money mm. and would they still work? There's still a percentage of females who would be like, of course I wouldn't work. I'd prefer to stay at home and look after my children.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd be yeah, I'd be one of those people. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And so this is what I'm saying, that it's not about whether they can do the role. It's about whether they would prefer to do the role. Now, if you said to a man, would you prefer to work or stay at home? You would find, I personally feel, and I need, probably need to check the statistics because it's easier to talk <laughs> when you have the statistical mm-hmm. basis, but I'm sure that you'll find many males, because of the way that they've been conditioned for purpose, one of the purposes of a man is always told that you are the head of the house, you are the breadwinner, you are the this, you are the that. And that has a psychological effect on men because that's the way that they've been mm-hmm. taught to be. And so it's highly likely that when you ask them, would you stay at home? They'll be like, "What kind of waste man would I be if I just okay. stayed at home?" So
0: if we strip the man of his ego and if we strip mm-hmm. the man of his conditioning, yep. what would be the problem with the man staying at home and being the house husband? Because house husbands so, are on the rise. They are on the and rise. Women are out earning men.
2: Very true, but the difference is that when your wife is maternal. And even after she just gives birth, there's certain things that she can perform that you can't perform. Absolutely. So, for example, there may be, you know, there's lots of stuff that you can do, you know, um, breast milk pumps and all the rest of it. But, for example, if you wanted to breastfeed the baby as a man, you're unable to. Which means that technically it makes more sense for the female to be at home because she can breastfeed the baby. more Mm. convenient. Before we had these pumps and all the rest of it, it wasn't possible to extract Mm -hmm. the milk from... And so I think when you're looking at it logically forgetting if you're gonna take out all the stigma, there's just clearly, and this is what we were saying, that you cannot be, just because you want to be a female, it doesn't make you a female. And just because you want to be a male, it doesn't make you a mm. male, because there's certain functions that just make more sense. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're trying to make the most money you can never make in your life, yeah, it makes sense that you would not spend any time not making money. Now, for a male, that's easier. And that's, that's not a debate. <laughs> it's easier because, for example, we don't have periods. For example, we, do, we cannot be maternal. Like, we cannot give birth. Mm-hmm. Those are things that equate to us making more money over time.
0: Yeah, you know, but periods never stop me from making money.
2: No, of course not. But what I'm saying to you is that if you choose to have a child,
0: mm. you
2: would definitely have time of work. Yeah, I guess so. And so therefore, yeah. if you're trying to make the most money by formula, a male will always make more money than a female because mm. he, the, his capacity to spend more time in work is a capacity that a female doesn't have. If she chooses not to. But we don't have the choice. So this is the difference. You guys can make the choice. So she can say, listen, I'm not going to have a child. But that's a sacrifice. Mm. What is the man's equivalent in a sacrifice? Nothing. There we go. Mm. So the thing is, one of them is a choice, Mm. a direct choice and a biological choice. But one of them is not. And the difference is that for men, in terms of when you're looking at the reproductivity of a man, a man can reproduce a lot longer than a female. The females have a biological clock. So once you've made that choice, it may be very hard to go back on that choice. I can decide that I want to be a house husband when I get to like 45.
0: Mm
2: it may be more complicated for you to decide that you want to be a parent as a female at 45.
0: Well, I hope you know that black women are very (laughs) fat.
2: And And they, you know, they are. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if you're trying to be sure... Praise God. Yeah, praise (laughs) God. But, you know, if you're trying to be sure about what you're doing, statistically sure, you don't, like, why would you do a 50-50, you know? If you're in a casino and you know you can win, you know you can win. Mm. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, if there's a chance that you could win and the chance is quite low, unless you're a risk taker, you don't take that risk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when we're talking about females and males and we're talking about all the gender roles that have been set up, I always say that when you look at a stereotype, a stereotype is always based on something. It's Mm. just not widely um, applicable to the masses. And you probably shouldn't do that, you know, because... Mm. Is discriminatory um but and so when I think about that I'm like okay but you got to think about okay how because it starts from a truth there's probably something in the logistics of why we do things you know because- no no no
0: and I think I think that like in the, the examples you were giving earlier in a, in a lot of ways, there are very standard male and female hmm. roles because there are things that women can do that men can't do. Of course. And so, also,
1: um, women like to do certain things and men like, like to, to do, do certain, certain things. things. I like, don't know.
0: See, you see, when you say stuff like that, we yeah. can't... Like, like <coughs> what? Like
1: what? So, for, for example, um, we know that um, women um, are more agreeable, like... It's, a, it's like a psychological fact. No. Like you, okay,
0: t- no, you, ma- you said that women like to do certain things and men like to do certain things. Yeah, so let's I'm, getting, I'm getting to that. All right, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm crossing my so arms so now, So guys. they're more
1: agreeable. So if you take a class of, say, 30 women, mm. right, and you give them job roles mm. that they would like to do, a high percentage of those... Girls will pick caregiving roles, roles in which they, roles in which they have some sort of interaction. Okay, and, and we look. It's you know it's true. Like if you look at um, social work, for example, social work, Dominated female. and if you look at psychology, mostly dominated by female. If you look at nursing, dominated by female. There are now, I think. Um, more female doctors entering the fray. I'm not sure about the actual percentage now, but there are a lot of females entering um, medicine, and that makes sense to me. And when you, if you conversely look at something like mechanics or um, advanced engineering, you'll find that the population of women that occupy those roles is um is lower. Is lower, and it's not to do with. I don't think it's it's to do with women being denied entry into those jobs. I think it's that women don't want to do. And the women who do I want to do
0: disagree. it... I disagree. Oh, my God. <laughs> look, I look. women, from a young age, girls are conditioned. We are conditioned. You know, I try not to do it with my daughter, but unfortunately, even I am responsible for a certain amount of conditioning that she has. As a young girl, who buys you a toolkit, a play toolkit, who buys you toy trucks to play with? Mm. They don't. What do you get? You get a nice little kitchen set, you get a nice little doll set, you know, you're 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 given very what's regarded feminine colours to wear, you know, everything is about your appearance pretty much. Oh, you're so pretty today. Mm. How often do you tell your 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 boy child? oh you look very handsome today you don't really do you you just kind of get on with it and i think at the end of the day because women or girls have been conditioned for from such a young age once you do actually get off once you once you do get to a point where like for example stem yeah Mm -hmm. now there are a lot of girls in who are doing their a levels who are studying the sciences Mm -hmm. but then something happens when they get to university and it kind of falls off Mm. now why why is that but all what of what is that good?
1: thing though what is the reason because I believe
0: it's a denial of entry at, at one particular point in time it was most definitely mm. it's getting better now
1: because I also think that um, and this is kind of the Jordan Peterson in me I think that there are hierarchies of competence and not necessarily anything else so if you it might be and I don't want to insinuate that Oh, uh, women cannot, you know.
0: Yeah, you be careful. Do it, yeah. No, <laughs> I, that's not what that's not what I'm trying to say. But
1: mm. I I I do think there is some level of autonomy. Like you can, um, you can have people who are conditioned in certain ways, but they transcend their conditioning. You know, for whatever reason. I and I think also it's a it's a group peer thing. So if you if for example if you go into a party, mm. and Say Don, well, I'll use you as an example mm. if you don't mind. Don walks into a party, he doesn't really know anybody, right? And then he sees a, an, an Indian corner, he sees a white corner, and then he sees a Ghanaian corner. It's most likely that Don's going to be drawn towards the Ghanaian corner mm. just because of like terms. Yeah. And so I think that also part of it is that when guys occupy STEM field studies, um, other guys are more willing to go into it because they know that it's a job that's dominated by men. Mm-hmm. Whereas women, when they go into it, and there are women in STEM fields, mm-hmm. but they they feel like oh, there's a lot of guys here. You We're know, not welcome. We might, you know, but then in the, in the end, does that matter? Because if, mm. if you're, if, for example, oh. you look at someone like Rosa Parks, right? She was not welcome on that bus. She didn't give two shits. That was
0: one well bus was
1: ride. Uh, that's, yes, that's one bus ride. But the imp- the implications of that bus ride had massive uh, repercussions. Mm. And so sometimes you need to go where there's adversity because actually what you're doing for the rest of... And this is, this is part of my... my message and my ethos is that i believe that people have almost like superhero tendencies Mm -hmm. but it's been blocked by people saying well you know uh, i don't think you should do that oh you know what and and a greatly pessimistic vibe Mm -hmm. um but i think that you can be the first the first one and you can't but you have to accept that it's going to be uncomfortable Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there needs to be some daring and there needs to be like, OK, I could come up short, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I could be laughed out and I could be ridiculed against, but this is what I want to do. And it comes down to purpose. You mm-hmm. know, is this is it your purpose to be like a, a rocket engineer for NASA? And, and and do you have the competence co- competency to do that? Because a lot of people say, oh, I want to do this. But mm-hmm. if if they were to take a test, they would fail, and that's another thing as well because your your purpose and your your competency should have should be aligned but usually when you if you find somebody who's quite sensible and and kind of considerate, what you'll find is that there's some kind of um, sync mm. between their competency what they're good at and what they sometimes it doesn't work but
2: and I think it takes a um It takes a really strong person to not just go into a role where they're not the norm. Mm. So like a male-dominated company. But it takes an even stronger person to remain exactly what you was in that place. So I'll give an example. For example, rap was mainly dominated by males. And now we're seeing the surge of a lot of female rappers. Yeah, But when... Females first started to go into the phase of rapping. What they did is rap like a male, wow. and that to me personally is just as detrimental as not having a female presence in rap because what we wouldn't need to be is authentic. Mm. And so, for example, you will find that so we have this because it's not just and not to say that's wrong if that's what the person wants to be Mm. but if you change your situation because of the presence so let's say that it's a male dominated you know that males get on with male i'm always talking to sammy for example you're the female you feel isolated so what do you do you study our behavior and now you decide to act like us Mm -hmm. well actually you're a female acting like a male in a male dominated you know um but I don't necessarily
0: think. But the thing is, if, if we're using these female rappers as an example, how was she. How? I mean, I don't know if I agree mm. that female rappers in the early stages rap like men. I don't think I agree with that. But at the same token, if that was the case, mm. how is a woman supposed to enter a male dominated field unless she assimilates herself to the men that she's working with?
2: No, but she's supposed to enter as a, as a female. And if you're not accepted as a female in, in that position, then for me personally, yes, that is a huge injustice, but you should probably try to force your way in as a female. You don't change what you want because that's like me, for example, yeah? Look how many people are ridiculed because they change their skin colour, for example. Especially some people who change their skin colour just to elevate the ranks. So, you know, it's exactly the same thing. You're stripping. To me personally, you strip a person of what they are to become to become something that they, they're not necessarily trying to well, be. Well, I think that it's...
1: Um, like, we are massively social creatures. Mm. Um, and I just think that when you look at studies done, mm. people assimilate to a culture extremely quickly. Of course. So it might not it might not even be uh, noticeable. Like, mm. you know, you can track some people as they move around London. If you were to spend a day with them mm. and track them, um, you will find that their, dis- not only their, their language, but their disposition changes based on who they interact with. Mm. That's assimilation to group mechanics. Mm. And so I think that we don't even know that we're doing it. So... When women go into um, STEM fields mm. and they act like mm. a bit of a Jack the Lad, they're still women.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, but what they've done is they're assimilating the culture because it's easier to relate to everybody in that But aspect. I don't believe you that you so should it's do not what's like, easier. So, because it's, it's, it's,
2: it's kind of based mm. on... Because we value authenticity. Yeah, we do, but, but do, you're do, still you know, a woman. No,
1: but, no,
0: but do we, though?
2: of course we do
0: no see I don't I don't don't know
1: if I agree I don't I don't think we value truth like this society has a really hard time like for example like me and you yeah Mm -hmm. earlier in this podcast yeah we talked about some of the issues around transgenderism Mm -hmm. right and we basically said they're not women Mm -hmm. factually they're not women Mm -hmm. but there are some people who are gonna hear this and be like wow, those guys, Yeah. transphobes, mm. you know? Um, but we've said a true thing. Do you understand what I'm mm. saying? And I think we have a particularly hard time right now if you look at people who, uh, like, uh, you could say, oh, there are a lot of things that people want to say. And this is why podcasts are so popular, right? Because there's lots of things that people want to say mm. and nobody's saying it.
2: Of course, but wait. So let me add in. So there's a lot of people who, you know, for example, podcasts mm. who gravitate naturally to people who tell the truth. You know, look how many people. For for example, Donald Trump is the president of America. Mm-hmm. Based on and this is what I truly believe, and you know I'm open to hear other people's debates. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I believe the reason why he got there is because he was unapologetic about what his truth was. There was a lot of gimmicks, yes,
1: mm.
2: but he was unapologetic. And at the time, everybody was too busy dressing up things in stuff that it wasn't. Mm. Agreed or disagree?
1: Yeah, I tend to agree. Okay. Uh, because I think that Hillary was considered an untrustworthy and lying um, politician. But it's very... It's inter- like
0: Eve, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Not really, because Eve didn't lie. And she didn't. She just offered them the apple when yeah, you know, yeah.
0: I think women have been painted as the... Deceitful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, so... It's interesting that you brought this up because you look at most of our epic narratives, right? Mm. And I'll give you... I can give you, like, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Shakespeare. Ad- Adam and Eve... Romeo and Juliet, yep. Samson, Hercules. Who's, uh, who's another one? Lady Macbeth. No.
0: Oh, where well, the woman has been the downfall. Right.
2: The
1: yeah, and so... <laughs> oh, and Hector from Helen of Troy. Yeah. Right. All three, all of those people, yeah, men, meet their demise <laughs> <they end> up, <laughs> yeah. by the end of the... by a woman. Mm-hmm. But, if you look deeper into it, it's very... So, Romeo and Juliet... Romeo and Juliet die of course Romeo dies but what happens in the end the house of Capulet and Montague come together because you know they die for something more than themselves Mm. right Adam Eve Adam learns consciousness and what it is to have purpose cool cool story um Hercules transcends his physical form so just for listeners who don't because I'm a big mythology buff right so um in the last part of Hercules' life, right, he kills a centaur who's trying to rape a woman. Mm-hmm. As the centaur is dying, he tells the woman, you know, take some of my blood because it's uh it also works as a love potion. So if you ever see Hercules giving the eyes to some other lady, you know, um find a way to get it on him and he'll fall madly in love with you. Mm-hmm. So she sees him giving the eyes, she says, Oh, can I wear your lion pelt from the Nemean Lion? Mm-hmm. And so she, she wears it puts some blood in it and then gets, puts it on him and essentially poisons him mm-hmm. he builds a pyre for himself throws himself on a fire Zeus is absolutely mortified and because he's his father yeah you forgot to add that from yeah. The people we yeah yeah Zeus is his father and he, he he can't bear to see Hercules suffer anymore so he puts him as a constellation so he so oh, because of a woman Right Hercules is transcended mm-hmm. right for all eternity and that has some utility as well because if you have a, a if you go through a contention with a woman you will elevate your mm. yourself mm-hmm. and so there are all of these hidden messages in these stories that send
0: get, by men
1: right can but, we add yeah but they all deal with men encountering women and having something incredibly good happen at the end of it but most of the men die and that's not a. um, (laughs) most people get caught up on that right but that's not really the point the point is um, (coughs) it's a sacrifice Mm. men have to physically sacrifice themselves right with their in their encounter with women in order to be something bigger. Mm-hmm. And this side of the story is never told. It's like, oh, he met a woman, he died. Oh, what a shame. What, women are terrible. right? Mm-hmm. And it's that's not what the stories are saying. It's much, much deeper than the superficial level that people tend to read it on. right? And that's what I see. I think I've transcended myself since I met my wife. And absolutely. I, no,
0: I, and absolutely. But, you know, as you were talking and you were relating all those stories, it just makes me wonder, um, you know pre-European involvement mm-hmm. in the black culture where we spin in the Sim type of stories, I just don't think we were I I feel like you know a, a lot of a lot of the stories that we are taught are so laced in patriarchy. And you know you know pre Europeans coming to Africa the woman was held so highly mm. even higher than the man do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah, but it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not fine. No, <laughs> oh, no, <thing. laughs> it's absolutely fine. It's, okay. um, it's good. Yeah, but
1: I think yeah, I just tend to believe that there is divinity in both. Absolutely. Um, you know, I I I just
0: just I just feel there's more in women.
1: You know. Uh, yeah, and so, I, I, it 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 depends on your intention really you know Mm. Um,
0: are you are you guys religious
1: yeah kind of so I enjoy the stories more right so I think that the stories have utility and some of it has been badly translated and and given to people like Mm. the story of Adam and Eve every every boy who reads that ends up going well Eve fucked us yeah you know and that's the wrong and that's kind of like a Christian thing yeah right it's a Christian and it's an Islamic thing mm. more of the Abrahamic text, text thing. yes yeah um, w- where I feel like they've lost a lot of the
2: um, the truth behind it oh yeah uh-huh. so like well, funny enough yeah, yeah we say that but as you've clearly pointed out that was not necessarily always the same and still is not necessarily the same when you take the Bible into a different country.
0: Mm.
2: And so this is interesting for me because I'm like, is this just a European way of understanding the text? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so so it, I expand on it further because so, I... Uh... So my... So when you look at the Bible mm. and when you look at the way that it works, mm. when you have in a different context in a different country sometimes the outcomes are not always the same so we in for example london we've always had this defeatist culture where you know you blame someone or someone's not as good as someone we're always competing and we're relentless in our competitive nature which is not necessarily the same in every other country mm. some countries people just work in harmony so, for, yeah, for example, fear. when we look at, um, for example, I don't know, um, the struggle for jobs, yeah? There's never this ideology that there is an equal amount of jobs and there is equality in jobs and there's, you know, some sort of harmonious way that people work because people are supposed to get married and they're supposed to have the same pot of income. It's always that males get paid more than females. That's what people concentrate on. The same in, you know, uh, religious text. Oh, but the man is the head of the house. Some people just don't look for that detail. Do you see what I'm saying? And it's just openly proclaimed in this country. And you see it with people who earn lots of money. They may have huge... I mean, Craig David said it one of the best. He was like, in this country, in England, you can make a certain amount of sales... And the moment you make a hundred sales less than that sales, you are seen as someone who hasn't done as well as the first time you did it. Mm. That may not be true. Mm. You may have a lot more fans who just didn't purchase. So which one, it depends what you're looking at. at, If you're looking at the finances, mm. then yeah, you didn't do as well. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at the fans, you may have done better if you're looking at you know how many tools you did so then it becomes this what are you looking at kind of situation mm-hmm. and so I just believe that in this country this is just the way that we're we're pitted against each other you know I had this conversation did, we complain a lot in this country yeah you know but you oh you know, the weather's not good but oh, you know why I
1: think that is mm. because we're polite mm. Be- because we're polite we are, we become resentful because we don't tell the truth. Mm. And when you don't tell the truth, you become resentful. And so the only way to alleviate that is to complain about stuff.
2: Mm.
1: And you won't complain to the person who actually aggrieved you. So when you're complaining about the weather or you're complaining about this and you're complaining that, you're not. You're complaining about your manager mm. that you never spoke to. Yeah. You're complaining about your, um, your relationship with your, your son. Because you don't get on. You're complaining mm. with... You're complaining because you've put on this facade and you're telling lies every day. Mm. And when you do that, it's, it's hard to have value in yourself. It's mm. hard to see the good things. Mm. Um, and that's personally what I think. Mm. So if you want to remedy that, you should have hard conversations and you should tell the truth. Mm. And maybe you'll gain some of your self-respect back and you'll start seeing the world properly. Mm. Yeah, because you know Mm -hmm. the world is it's it's neutral you know the tree grows the tree falls down if the tree falls down on you it didn't mean to fall down on you it just fell fell. it was going through its natural process Mm. and that's how you that's how i tend to see the world Mm. obviously because i'm human sometimes i struggle i'm not a bicentennial man all right so i just um Sometimes I have a hard time and I get down on myself and I have a lot of I I'm a chronic overthinker sometimes and so like I've been accused of that too. Yeah,
2: I so. don't know. I think all of us in this room. Are, I I don't sleep because my mind just ticks. Yeah. Yeah. There are yeah, a lot of
1: there are a lot of questions that I
2: ask and so. Um, I wonder who got that from mom or dad. I don't know. Maybe I've got it from both of them, and in that case. Yeah.
0: I don't really think it's a bad thing. Mm.
2: Mm. I I.
0: Well. well okay.
2: <laughs>
1: it depends yeah
0: I think in the context that I overthink I don't think it's a bad thing mm. but I've had people say to me that they think it's a bad trait and I'm like well yeah. not necessarily I just feel like I not that I risk assess everything mm. but I I won't just do something right so I'm very like that
1: um, but it has led to analysis uh, paralysis by analysis so mm. I over I think so much about stuff that I actually haven't done anything. Oh okay. And so right. that's where it's been a bad but you know I you know I say I said um before like I think that each person has like superhero like tendencies. One of the things about having a superhero uh tendency or having a superpower if you like mm. is that you don't know how to work it straight away.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and so when you look at these th- films like Spider-Man the first time he learned how to he's shooting himself in the face with the web yeah. and he's falling mm. off the wall. Mm. You have, There's an acclimatisation process. And so once you identify what you're strong at, that doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't need tweaking. Mm. And so as I've got older, I've learned to realise like what you were saying, oh, I'm able to risk manage better because I tend to try and think things through. Yeah. Or I look at biblical text, or I'm looking at the Lion King and I'm going, this, you see this, yeah, it, it's... It, it's not what it's saying. Like, it's not what I'm watching, mm. Zazu singing with Simba. Mm. That's not it. You yeah. know? It's not yeah. just entertainment. Yeah. There are yeah. deep, deep messages. messages. Mm. Yeah. And, yes. and yes. so my brain tends to work. Do you think um, like that?
2: that the way you are mm. is has been affected by the fact that you are the firstborn?
0: How many How many are, are there of you? Three. 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 So, eldest? Middle. Middle, and then the younger, younger. one. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: How do you mean the... It's well, mean. for example, you said you're a chronic overthinker. You don't take risks. Mm, I, many. You don't take many risks. Mm. And then, in the same vein, I'm a chronic overthinker, but I take more than you. Yeah. And
0: does the youngest sibling... Take more.
2: You? He takes... A hundred risks In fact He's gonna take a risk Every time (laughs) Every (laughs) time If that risk means more money If that risk means Better outcomes for him He's taking a risk I do think It has something to do with um,
1: The age thing Because You almost feel like You have a safety net I feel If you're Younger Like so for Simon Simon has four Different safety nets He has you Me Mum Dad You know And then if he has decent friends, he has them as well. Uh Whereas I don't necessarily... I mean, I've grown to see Don as a safety net Mm. because we're quite close in age, just three years between us. And so Don's matured into an intelligent person. Tell them. (laughs) And so he's now not become little brother in the sense that you have to baby him all the yeah, time he's somebody's he's somebody his brother now, exactly yeah. and and really my confidant and and somebody that I tell lots of stuff to you know um but I do think that you kind of like oh I don't know and for me um I'm leaving it now But I used to have this thing where it's like, oh, but what would mum think of me? Oh, what would dad think of me? What would grandma think of me? I I felt like that a lot. Uh Um, And that has informed some of my, you know, like whether I take risks or not, Mm. you know? And I remember like when I first started growing my beard, like a lot of my family didn't like it. They hear that. And it got to a point where I was like, I actually don't care, you know? Um, I have been charged and blessed to be in a position where i'm in control of my life yeah and they are in control of their life if they don't want beards they shouldn't grow beards yeah you know exactly but as long as i'm on this planet and i'm navigating my way through life i'm going to do what i see fit and if that includes growing a beard then you yeah, grow a beard yeah okay.
0: love, love. Late. Bear. Okay, so we're going to wind down. Cool. I don't know if I can ask you these questions now.
1: <laughs> oh, a little bit, a little bit. I'm getting warmed up.
0: <laughs> no, because, I mean, in, you know, because I thought this wasn't really going to be a serious chat. And it yeah, up, be, I, I told yeah. you. It? I
1: told, yeah. It's just the way my brain works, man. I, so, I yeah, I
0: apologize. don't know. I might be lowering the tone.
1: But no, it's, good. Yeah, it's yeah, good,
2: it's good, it's good. Yeah, We'll have some of that. Uh, okay. we are like really deep thinkers you know? I've had loads of people like, who listen to the podcast and they're like you guys talk about something really serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we do yeah, yeah. No, but yeah sometimes
1: I don't know no, it's but good it's to though, be light hearted light hearted sometimes it's mm. good for the no
0: but, the the but yeah but, it's, but I think yeah, it, the, the the balance is nice because we've mm. laughed yeah, yeah as true. much as we've been serious do yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah that's so true. yeah okay <laughs> right Okay, so this is going to be the, I guess, the silly part. The wind of, down, the, yeah. Yeah, the wind down. Cool. Um, so I asked some ladies for um, just some questions mm-hmm. that they would want to ask a man. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I do this often, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, does one vagina feel different from the next? Yes, yes. Yeah, totally agree. I I mean I thought that was quite obvious, but
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same, man.
0: No,
1: some yeah. women have velvet pussy and some. Bro. Women, some do not. I, I, velvet. The velvet like, like, way. Yeah. As soon as you go in, you're just like, if I have five strokes, I'm a G. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with that one.
0: Oh, that is so hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, so next question is, what makes you feel insecure?
2: Ooh, I know this
1: because I I battle with it a lot. Mm. Be um being embarrassed publicly and people thinking I'm dumb, I really battle with those two things. Okay. Yeah, like public embarrassment and like when me and me and Don used to do music together, and one of my like disabilities was going on stage and performing i used to get like really bad anxiety around it because i just had a fear of messing up my lines and being
2: publicly embarrassed so those are my two see i was going to say public embarrassment but now that i think about it i don't care (laughs) yeah i don't think i care do you know why maybe because everybody listen like if god was right now and he was like all right everybody's like is going up on screen from start to finish everything you've ever done yeah when mine came up here yeah, like if it was the first one i'd be like oh shit man like why you gotta show that <laughs> but after i see everybody else's i know in my heart of hearts that i'm gonna be like bro right. mom i did great right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we killed it over here <laughs> you know so i don't think that's the same for me but i don't really know what my oh i think one of my biggest fears yeah is not being able to have a child. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even as a man, like, not to have. Because people say, like, oh, you have to have a male to have a legacy. No, you don't, man. You have to have an offspring to have a legacy. Yeah. If you don't have no offspring, like, yeah, uh, yeah that, I think that one. And uh, then the second one. I've
0: got an episode coming up about infertility, actually. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. My
2: dear. And then I think the second thing is not being able to provide. Mm. Like, I would be so scared of just being down and out on the street and especially even more scared being down and out on the street with dependents. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. So, um, are men as simple as they portray themselves
1: to be? Oh, wow. You you need to listen to the podcast because we ain't simple. <laughs> yeah, we, ain't. <laughs> yeah we, we are not simple. Um, yes, yes, we are compared to women. Okay. It's kind of like what Don was saying with the boxes. Um, we are. We need a lot of instruction.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, when do you decide on marriage being the thing for you?
2: Ooh. I, do, do you think it differs? I mean, for me personally, obviously, clearly know. I'm not married. Yeah. So, you know, um, but I think that potentially it could change depending on who you meet. But I think generally for myself, I have to feel comfortable, you know, Mm. I have to feel like I'm in a place of comfort and I'm like, yeah, like I could get used to this kind of thing. Mm. And then I'm like, yeah, all right, then I think I can see marriage Mm. Mm -hmm. because with some people, yeah, I'm sorry, but some people just a game, like literally, Mm. like you just see it, like, you know it already, like. You can't cook jollof rap. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm playing, I'm playing. But you know, like, there for me personally, mm. there has to be <coughs> like this like integration. Mm. You no. Know? Um, I'm very big on things like, you know, yeah, exploring other rice. people's cultures and right, right, you know, right. like if I'm religious, then you at least have to try it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? For me,
1: it's it's very simple. Um when you make me feel um like, I want to be better for you. Mm. Yeah,
2: that's
0: good.
2: Yeah. yeah, I like that one. Okay. Yeah. You should have said it first, sir, because like, they just said it. <laughs> Little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, and the last question. Um, Why do men like to play the victim when we say that they are trash? Now, obviously, this doesn't Mm. apply to you guys because you guys have clearly demonstrated that you're like as far away from trash as (laughs) possible. But speaking for your male counterparts, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, why do men love to play the victim when we say that they are trash? Why can't they accept it and apologize? And they're saying this question goes beyond just the whole cheating. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're talking, we're also talking about, you know women's safety in the workplace and that mm. type of thing in terms of like how men might genuinely behave. So we're mm. also talking outside of relationships. Wow. I guess sexual harassment, you mm. know, all that type of stuff, blocking women in the industries and that kind of thing. Mm. So why why can't men just, you know, accept that sometimes they do have trashy behaviour?
2: Do you want me
1: to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. I'm struggling. So. <laughs> okay. So um, part of it is because one of the hardest things on the planet To do is to admit you're wrong. Especially when um, you have grand narratives and a society that tells you that you should be in charge. So you'll find like it's hard for a parent to admit they're wrong to their child. Mm -hmm. And similarly for men, they feel a way. Because a lot of men see relationships as Um, a contention of power, right? Power dynamics. Uh Um, And so what happens is they're always acutely, like they've got this thing where it's like, if I admit to this, I'm handing over power to the woman. And then, like I say, men have an irrational fear of being dominated. Mm. And so what they don't want is for the, mechanics of their relationship to change. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think anyway. Um, I could be completely wrong. No,
0: oh, I think you're kind of...
1: Scared, so, yeah. to, to say, you know, I am trash, you know, um, could mean that so, you're not trash and so, by definition, you should occupy a higher space in a mm-hmm. relationship than me. And so, a lot of guys don't want to admit that uh-huh. or like, and so they just say, I don't know what you talk about. Not me. I'm not trash. I, I don't do anything all day. I'm lazy. I'm useless. And I have no utility to anyone. But I'm not trash. Trash. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's like that because they want to keep their
2: position. Uh-huh. I think generally nobody likes to be abused. You know, who wants to be called trash? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if the shoe
1: fits, my friend, you need to wear it because I've always had this thing, yeah, mm-hmm. where I've said to people, look, if one person comes up to you and go, you know what, mate? You're a horse. Mm-hmm you're allowed to slap them, right? If you a, said this Yeah, if yeah. a second person well, comes like, technically, up... technically,
0: guys, you're not allowed to slap them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> They'll be breaking the law.
1: Just, a, you know, like a, a gentleman's glove slap. <laughs> 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 but if they say a second time, then you're like, you need to go look in the mirror. Mm. If they say a third time, my friend, you need to buy a saddle mm. because you're a damn horse, mm. you know? And so... You need to take into Like, my mum always said to me, like, you focus on too many things at the same time. Mm. And because of that, you don't have clear goals. She used to say that to me when I was a teenager and part of my, my early 20s. Um, and, somebody, and a few other people said it to me. Like, my teachers used to say, you know, you're, you're a good student. But you could be outstanding if you weren't trying to do everything, huh. and so people kept saying that to me, and then one day I had a revelation where it's like, you know what, I've got no focus, mm-hmm. you know. But if I didn't listen, mm-hmm. you know, And some like, part of it is like you need to go through life yourself and kind mm-hmm. of figure out that your you're yeah, <laughs> <you're trash. laughs> yeah, you're trash. yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but. Ultimately, you need to accept responsibility and, and, um, and deal with it. Because you uh-huh. if, if you're not there for your, your child, you know, or your Harassing people in the workplace. Yeah, and you're just generally being a dick, you know, you might want to sort that out. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so... Love. Laid.
0: Laid. Bare. Okay, well, guys, it's been um, it's been a really good discussion. You know, like half me wishes that we video recorded this. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah, has yeah. been a, a real like. I feel like we've touched on so many different aspects. I mm. I didn't even know we were gonna yeah, go yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, it's been it's been such an interesting chat, and you know, to listeners, um, please find the family podcast. Where can where can
1: they find you guys? So, we're predominantly on Instagram um, at uh, the Family Podcast. So, you can follow us there. That's probably the best way. Because we tag our personal profiles on there as well. Okay. The
2: best place to go is um, the Family Podcast. And then you can find the actual podcast on um, Apple Mm Podcast. And then also on Podbean. Yeah, Podbean. Podbean as well. Cool, cool.
0: I'm
2: on Instagram and I'm on snapchat and i think both of them are don underscore tf yeah, generally
0: but yes but um guys as always if there's been anything you've been affected by that we've spoken about today i can't really think of anything um particularly really that you might have been affected by but if you have been um just head over to our resources page where we have a list of support services um also, as you know, you can DM me, send me an email at, at gmail.com if there's anything you want to get off your chest. And um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the chat. Thank you to Sammy and Don again no, of no, the Family problem. Podcast. Yeah, um, I think I'll definitely have you guys back again. Oh, be brilliant. Like, that be great. I'm thinking live show. <laughs> I need yeah. you guys involved. <laughs> that'd be the great. The conversation. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you again. Um, we'll be back again next wednesday at 8 pm take care and as always i love you and it's a wrap if you love this episode and know someone who could really benefit from hearing this talk please share and whilst you're there leave me a review i'd be forever grateful Help me build awareness and raise consciousness one conversation at a time. Listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, CastBox and Apple Podcasts.